Stop saying that so Andrew can stop making fun of me. Yeah, we're not love. We've never been love. <laughs> never. Maybe one day. If maybe we ever get good internet at either one of our houses, so we don't have to come to the church and use their go room. live. Yeah. <laughs> we're coming live from our church. What is it today? It is Thursday the seventh. Because my watch is a liar. <laughs> yes. And mine says the sixth, so it's Thursday the seventh at three thirty-four p.m. Took off a little early today. That's right. Got a Red Bull slush from Sonic. You said it was weak. Yeah, it's weak. They didn't mix it very good. Pretty upset. Like anything mixed with Red Bull, kind of. I don't know. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the Red Bull slushes from Sonic because it's not really Red Bull. Oh, it's not. I don't think it is. I think it's fake. I mean, they have the Red Bull logo on there, so I mean, you could be right. It has the general taste of Red Bull, but not the bite. Yeah. But the very first one I ever had, it bit me. You need to go to, you know where Scooter's Coffee is? I've never heard of Scooter's. No. They have a, they have a Red Bull drinks. It might just be during the summer, but those suckers. It's not icy. They mix it with like mango and like stuff like that. They put extra flavors in there. Mm -hmm. And it still has the bite. It is good. Sounds like it's right up my alley. It's awesome. I totally forgot what I was going to say. Shout out to Red Bull. <laughs> Sponsor us. <laughs> would that be the coolest thing? Believe that would that would literally be the best thing ever. I would die prematurely because I would instead of drinking one or two a week, I would drink. It would become our water. Yeah, it would become my daily beverage of choice. And I'm okay with that. I mean, didn't you drink like four the last time we played golf? I think I drank two or three. I know you drank three. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I haven't slept in 24 hours, and now we're playing golf. I was like, yeah, it's not worth dying over. Oh, it is. <laughs> it was when the new flavor just came out. Yeah, and I was able to get y'all some because for some reason it comes out to the Army people. Fort Campbell or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Uh, pear cinnamon? Pear cinnamon. It's a killer, too. It is awesome. I wish it was a little stouter in the cinnamon That's what I region, think. but it just tastes like wintertime, <laughs> so it was perfect time for them to release it. That's funny, because it says winter edition on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there you go. <clears throat> I'm a yellow, which is tropical now, I think. I don't know. I can't remember. It was summer edition when the year it came out. Now it's the yellow can. I don't know. That's my favorite. And then, uh, peach, then the pear, the new one, mm -hmm. and then the original. I still like original. The original's good. I think the winter edition is my favorite right now just because it makes me think of Christmas. <laughs> it's weird, too, isn't it? <laughs> it's so weird. They, I tell you what they would shut this world down if they ever did was make some kind of hot, like a coffee version of Red Bull. Like a, like a hot cider? Type Red Bull? I don't know nothing about no cider. I had... I'm not telling that story right now. I will tell it eventually, but... I had one experience with cider, and it was not good. <laughs> but, like, if you got up in the morning, turn your coffee pot on, 
and it smelled like coffee and Red Bull, and it was warm like... I wouldn't even need to drink it. It would torque me up so much. I would be torqued. Be ready to face this day. I would... <laughs> I'd probably punch Gus in the face. Oh, don't bring that back up. He's just now calming down. He's just now getting over it. No, we love Gus. Gus is... Uh, we I don't we should live stream the one he get when when he comes on because he's a little he might. he's a little upset about the comments. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that would be kind of funny. That'd be kind of difficult for me to figure out how to do that. <clears throat> I'm gonna be late that day. That way he get his anger all out on you <laughs> yeah. before I get here. I'm too little to fight with Gus. Everybody's too little to fight with Gus. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> but um. So our last episode had the boys, had the record boys, boys yeah, little boys, an old floater, yeah, Elijah, yeah. Uh, should we call? I don't know if we can call him floater after his story. I don't know because that ain't floating. No, that one ain't floating. No, that's we can call him Runny Soaker. <laughs> so we call him Soaker. I feel like floater is gonna stick though. I think it is. Because every time you think of them, you're going to think of what happened, <laughs> yeah. you know, but the general word for it, and then it floats, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Sean did say he enjoyed the episode, too much poop talk for him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was enough. It wasn't enough, but I can understand. Some, we were, pe- some people are more mature than us. We were listening in to the episode with Mom and them because we were listening to the boys' part. Yeah. And um, what she think about it? I was actually curious of that. She loved it. I think everybody has probably loved it because it's just a good. It's just funny to see two innocent kids on the mic just to see yeah. what they say. Just being true blue. Well, I was thinking about it. I was like, some people might not like it, but you know what? Get over it. <laughs> Put there's a fast forward button. Yeah. Just There's actually other podcasts yeah. you can listen to if you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's not even the most immature podcast we're ever going to do. Probably not. <laughs> we had a six-year-old and a four-year-old, and it gets more immature than that, I'm sure. Yeah. So just put your seatbelt on. But I thought it was funny. They kind of they held, they held it together pretty good. And not then bad. We got to the end where we were, like, trying to dismiss them, they and it went up. off the rails. <laughs> it started with Jeb going, I don't know that dang word. Yeah. I mean, you just kind of looked at each other. Yeah. And then I think right after that, Jude said, Jude said something like, I think I pooped my pants. Yeah. And then it just, yeah. explosion. The dumpster fire. Yeah. Well, they were both nervous because, you know, I'll, you'll post it. And then the first thing Kate does is turn it mm-hmm. on. Well, they're listening and running around and, you know, they hear it, bits and pieces of it. And so they're excited that we have a podcast. And so, when I think they think it's bigger than it actually is, so <laughs> yeah, they actually think the whole world is hearing yeah. what so, they're saying. So they got, I think they got nervous, and then when they the nerves started finally going away, is when we were ready for them mm-hmm. to go away. <laughs> so, so it all kind of fell apart, but it was funny. It was awesome, and that's something I can have forever. Yeah, you know that, and I got that picture of all four of us sitting here, yep. which is really cool, and it is really cool. Yeah, so it's a good time. What about, uh, I thought the, uh, the stuff that came up with Floater, all the, the fire talk, the, yeah. the, 
I'm still trying to wrap my head around that whole analogy. I've heard that my whole life, but but I think y'all made it more real that I could kind of started grasping it. But I've been thinking about it a little bit. I'm gonna have to spend some more time with it to get it figured out. Yeah, it was. I think it's a pretty interesting because you can, like I said on the last podcast, you can go literally any way with fire talk, right? Like. This, we we talked about we hinted at the smoldering fire we hinted at um you know whatever you're burning the smell of whatever you're burning is going to be a little different right. like any i mean it could go a whole bunch of different ways but <clears throat> and don't put your candle under a bushel yeah you are the light of the world a city set on a hill yeah so i mean there's so many different ways that you can go with fire yeah, there but is. i thought it, I thought it was pretty good. I didn't know. I didn't think we were even going to get to John, honestly. Yeah, I know. We, we, kept on, we should have never asked Elijah, hey, what's your background? <laughs> <laughs> Next time, write us a book. <laughs> I can't believe he just crapped on his testimony. <laughs> Gosh, that was just a joke. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> that was just a joke, Elijah. No, I I think <clears throat> his testimony was pretty good. Being bold and realizing the fact that because I'm sure that you know most in, most men have been in his position, faced with that type of um, temptation and addiction, and even myself. I was caught in that for seven years, so I think it was, and it is. It's it's hard to to put that out there and let people know that I was addicted to this. And but that's how I was for seven years of my life. I thought that oh, I'm I got it under control. I can do this by myself. For seven years of my life, that's what I told myself, and I stayed addicted to it because I never I never fully trusted that Jesus could take away. Honestly, I didn't think I would ever be free from it and praise god that i am but but no it was a good testament i was just i'm just poking at elijah that was funny he'll 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 think it's funny i hope so some, i think he will he's pretty he's got a similar sense of humor as we do but some i don't think some people are gonna think it's yeah, people are probably like oh my gosh yeah. what type of friends are these? these guys are jerks that's like when i said that about you and um was it you and Annie and Autumn singing when Cat was on? And I said, "Yeah, because nobody likes y'all or something." She oh, goes, yeah. "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> like that might be true though. It's definitely not true, but it was funny, <laughs> which is why I said it. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you said that you wanted to talk about what happened last night. So today's Thursday. So last night we had men's Bible study in the room next door. To my right, Peyton's left is the men's men's group room, and uh, the youth met in the youth room right here, which is our podcast. Which room. is our, also our podcast. Our room. wives hate us for it. Yeah, they do. Last night they were like, "What are y'all doing? Just taking over the youth room?" Yeah. And I was just like, "Yeah, we have <laughs> one tiny corner of stuff yeah. <laughs> behind the table where it's not in the way." I like. of the room is how they want it. 0.4% of the room. 
yeah. and they're Just like, give us "We're taking over the room." I'm, I'm like, "No, we're not." This is the difference in men and women. Yep, it's not understandable, so don't even try to figure <laughs> it out. I'm not. Don't worry. Okay, so we were over there in the men's room. Peyton and Hannah were in here with the youth, and I think Kate ended up. Being in here too, right? Yeah, she came. So I, so I was the only youth leader not in here. I had no idea. So <laughs> that shows you how good I am. Yeah. I'm just the driver. <laughs> You're the chauffeur. Just call me when you need a bus driver, or you know, somebody needs to be smacked or something. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, Andrew likes smacking. <laughs> smacking kids. Ain't that the new saying? Is it Hannah that was saying that the other night? That smacks. She thinks that's the funniest thing ever. I, like, I don't get like, it. I didn't even know that conversation happened. I was like, yeah, me and Andrew sat there in front of all y'all. And he was like, what does smack or slap mean? I was like, it means something's good. Like, man, that slaps. Or, man, that smacks. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it, Big Dan. <laughs> but anyway, um, the loudest bunch of kids I ever heard in my life, the little kids were running up and down the mm-hmm. all, all the whole time. We're in there for an, about an hour and 15 minutes. They ran up and down the hall the whole time, and then y'all started jumping around, and and we're like, "What we is going?" We started doing toe touches. They were like, they were like, someone said, "Um, so and so can do a toe touch," and I was like, "I can do a toe touch." I so can do a toe touch. I too. did a toe touch, and they were like, freaking out. And then Kate did a heart jerk. I don't even know what it was, but I did one, and I did it way better than she did. And then everybody started doing it, and we were getting hype. And then we started talking about future things, but anyways, go on. Yeah. So Lucas has his, he's the closest one to this wall with his back to the wall. He's like, what is going on over there? And he just reached around and started banging on the wall, basically saying, shut up. And we didn't. Well, it got better, but you definitely could still hear. But everybody, it was lighthearted because everybody's just glad that there's a, a youth, yeah. But it was pretty funny. Yeah, but um, but anyways, last night we talked about um the importance or just what the idea of you know what is baptism and what why are we doing it and um you know we have some kids in our youth that are have some complications with family members that and. You know, it's nothing, it's no big deal to me because baptism isn't what gets you in or out. And I, you know, I made them sure to, I made sure to like let them know like, hey, there's nothing to be discouraged about because just because you're not stepping in the water doesn't mean you're not making it or doesn't mean you're not called a daughter in Christ. Like the fact that you realize that your life is empty without him and you said jesus i want you to be a part of my life and i want to be a part of yours that instant you're a daughter it doesn't matter if you get in the water or not so anyways we talked about that last night and it was kind of heavy at first um but then it kind of got a little bit more lighthearted, and i'll just i'll read some of the notes that i read them um, I said, baptism is symbolic act in which a person is taken under the water to represent them giving their old life to Christ in an act of saying, I'm not who I am anymore. And then me and Hannah read 2 Corinthians 5.17, 1 
And it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, and see, the new has come. I don't think that's necessarily talking about baptism, but baptism shows that that is what we're doing right. when we accept Christ. And baptism is just showing everybody that, hey, I'm a new follower. Help me out. I think I think that's one of the reasons we do baptism, where I thought of that the other night when or last night when we were in here talking to him. I said, you know, baptism is, I think, a good way of showing the church, like, hey, I'm new to this, and I want y'all to help me on my journey to follow Christ. And I've, I've never seen it that way, but last night I was, you know, we were sitting here talking, and I was like, you know, this, I don't know, maybe baptism is this too, but anyways, and then I said, we have to, we have new life in Christ. Baptism is an expression of that new life. And I said, baptism isn't what gets or washes our sins away. It's trusting Jesus and following him. The baptism is just how we are showing that with everyone. And then Hannah added on to that, but I think it's, I don't know. It felt, it felt like, I told Hannah after uh, service last night, I said, last night it just felt like all of them actually cared about what we're about to do. And I think every single one of them is as as, as sincere as you could get, I think. Yeah, I think so. And for the ones who aren't going to get baptized, baptized, I I do feel bad for them because it seems like, you know, they want to they want to take part in it and they want to be a part of it or whatever, but that's not what matters. It just matters the fact that they have called on the name Jesus Christ and that that is what they're wanting to do. Right. But but it was good last night and I don't know. I've been I think this is I said it last I said it Tuesday this is the first week that I have faithfully sought after God and sought after his face and you know before work and and I I want it and I think it's I told Hannah I said I think it's a podcast. I was like the podcast is actually making me go a little bit deeper and actually need and want to read because I mean if it wasn't for the podcast I wouldn't be reading John 1 I wouldn't have I, I, I was sitting in my truck this morning I was like I can't believe we've taken three episodes on John 1 I know we're either really slow or this thing's chock full of good information <laughs> I think it's chock full of good information <laughs> probably both yeah you're right <clears throat> but um, I'm really excited for the for the youth I think this Sunday is going to be fun. Uh, we have a new girl named Riley, and she's goes to school with our youth, and she's, um, sh- I think she's getting baptized Sunday morning, and her mom, Kate texts her her mom, and her mom was like, I'm super excited. I'll be there. So oh, cool. she's coming Sunday morning, and she said that she's super excited that Riley wants to make this decision or whatever. Awesome. But, yeah, so. <clears throat> Who's she coming with, Kobe? Yes, Kobe Kobe's brings every ringleader. Yes, she is. She is. I don't know. She she's like. What is it? The lock in. She brought everybody. Everybody. Lainey was the only girl who came without a without Lane without Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty pretty crazy, but I told him that we need to have all of them on the podcast somehow. 
I don't know how that would work, but we could get them all around the table. No, we we could use those choir mics that oh, yeah. pick up more, like, the whole room, mm-hmm. and the quality might suck, but it would be cool to have them It would them be cool just to have them If they wanted to. I, I asked them, they were like, yeah. Yeah. I heard one of them tell us that they liked another podcast better than ours. Yeah, it was Kobe. Was it Kobe? Yeah. I thought it was Laney. No, it was Kobe. Kate said it was Laney. Oh, no. It was Kobe because she looked at me. She was like, I like Sean Nathan's better. I was like, and she was like, I'm just playing. I haven't listened to it. Oh, really? I was like, you little Oh, jerk. I thought she was serious. Well, I texted him last night, and I said, this ain't no competition. But you, but Laney said she likes yours better. <laughs> but I, but Kate said it was Laney, so anyway, that's okay. Laney? All I heard is Lamey. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got him. <clears throat> but anyways, I'm, so I know we talked about, Speaking of youth, I know we talked about the the youth rally last episode, kind of briefly. Still haven't got that text. <laughs> You're in the text message. I got nothing, bro. I got Merry, you know, Happy Thanksgiving. It's it's that same. I got nothing since then. It is that same group. <laughs> nope. I'm sorry. Didn't get it. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe the, I don't know. But anyways, um, you know, I think that, I think, <clears throat> I think the, the mindset for this youth rally, I think doesn't need to change from the first youth rally. I know that we, we're expecting, and from, you know, hearing the kids talk and whatever, we're expecting possibly might be more kids than there was last time. But I was talking to Hannah last night, and I was like, you know what, I don't know if that is like, I don't think that's a bad mindset, but I think that is that shouldn't be the mindset. I don't know. And it might be weird that I'm saying that, but I think the mindset should be the same the same way last time. Whoever shows up, shows up. Yeah, I don't so. care if it's 10 people. I don't care if it's five. I don't care if it's 100 people. Whoever shows up, shows up. But I think the expectation needs to be we're expecting to meet God in in even a more real way than what we did last time. Yeah. And that's what I, I'm going to try and zone out whatever anybody says and just because I think it, it, it can lead to if you're expecting numbers and you don't get numbers. Disappointment. It's easy to get disappointed. Yeah. And I, I don't. I mean, I'm not saying that's what we're, what anybody's thinking, but I think it could easily yeah. lead that way because of how good of a turnout we had last time. Yeah. And uh, whoever's involved, we need, we or y'all, depending on if I have that text message <laughs> you're, or not. You're in the group. <laughs> we need to have already have it made up in your mind that. Literally, if there's 10, 10 kids show up, ain't nothing changing. Yeah. We're here for the same reason. Same energy. But I, I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think it is either. The way that's, I mean, it's every day we're hearing about something that it's happened everywhere. in the high school or the middle school. I mean, it's nuts. It's every, it is yep. literally everywhere. I told you. Mark it down. <laughs> what episode was that? That was... The episode right before it was right before, and then you talked about it after, and yeah, it's we're w- witnessing it 
Yeah. When Miss Karen said it at the ramp, I that's ain't, what, yeah, I that's ain't what kidding you, you. I was like, works for me. <laughs> I'm in. So I've been praying about it ever since. <clears throat> I yeah. have complete confidence that it ain't just going to be another experience. No, I think it's about to be. When you when you talk about McLean County, you're saying that's the most spirit filled place yeah. in Kentucky. I mean, they got kids jumping off the walls. They got kids praying for people in school. I mean, I don't know. It's it's getting really really good, and it can only get better. Yep. <clears throat> I like that. There's a whiteboard over in the corner, and one of the bullet points says, "How do we get Jesus out of our box?" <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to get in there. Open the box. <laughs> that's all. That must be a giant box. <laughs> Did y'all write that last night? No, we didn't do that. Must I think it might have been Kate last time she gave the message or something. Oh, probably. Like, how did he get in there? <laughs> Which one of you did it? <laughs> Which one of you brass put Jesus in the box? Um, but yeah, I was reading. Um, I don't. <laughs> What are, who's who's the prophet that thought of himself to be little and too young? Was it Jeremiah? The weeping prophet? You know, I don't or know. I was, cause I was you know I'm not an Old Testament guy. I was reading a devotion the other day. And, um, and I was thinking if I ever if I ever preach again for the youth that this would probably I thought it would be good for a good message for the youth or whatever oh maybe it's this one yeah it's Jeremiah is it I'm only a youth for but for you I will go to everyone I see yep yeah the Lord said unto me do not say I'm only a youth for you will go to everyone I send you to and speak whatever I tell you mm. yep he was the weeping prophet. You Dang. probably, you it, should probably get in there. Y'all probably have. <laughs> I ain't kidding you. It's not a bad thing. No. We already established that. Remember, I was gonna put the hurting on Gus. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That that I was thinking about that there. I was like, man, if I if I. If I ever do get the chance to preach again, let them know, like, it don't matter what. It's kind of bad because, you know, honor thy father and thy mother. But I feel like if they're, what if what if they are holding you back from growing in Christ? What do you do about that? Well, that's a question we're going to have to answer because, <laughs> you know, I'm sure that. Those type situations are coming. Yeah. I don't know what you do about that, especially <clears throat> from our position as mm -hmm. youth leaders. We don't. I don't think we have the authority to question their parents. Yeah. We just do everything we can that when they can be here, we give them all we got, and then make sure that um be praying for them for their parents and let. Pray that their parents get set on fire. Yeah. And then they'll be right there with them. Yeah, because I was thinking about that the other day. Like, how do you even approach that? Because 
like you said, I don't want to disrespect their parents, but I also don't want to see one of our kids die spiritually because they're starved from it. And but anyways, that's probably a whole nother whole nother topic, whole nother episode, yeah. honestly. We have to have somebody older and wiser in to <laughs> tell us. Are you are hey, you preaching Jeremiah? Like Jeremiah. <laughs> are were you preaching the youth rally? Are you getting, no, I don't think so. Uh, if you do you should, you could preach that message then. No, I don't think so. I hope she's not planning on asking me. <laughs> well, she needs to ask somebody. She nobody. I don't knows know if yet. she's asked anybody yet. Maybe but she's. We had an it. idea that maybe Elliot Evans. No, he'd do it. And I was like, "Yeah, that would be." He'd bring the heat. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't know if if she's made it that far or whatever. But <clears throat> but yeah. Excited about the youth. Super. So, I don't. I think you alluded to it, but you never came out and said a bunch of them are getting baptized. Did I never say it? I don't think so. Oh, so well, Sunday morning. We had. We had. Five counting the two that have had complications with just outside reasons, but three of them are okay. getting baptized. Good, Kobe. Carla, Riley. And I guess Kate and Hannah are doing it? Yeah, Kate and Hannah are getting that's in the water. That's going to be cool. Kate's excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. It was, yeah. It was pretty good last night to see the fact that they're, I think, like I said before, I think they are really excited, actually, about getting into relationship and digging a little deeper. Yeah. They're becoming a little bit more engaged with yeah, our lessons, are. and it's, it's starting to get good. And they're more engaged in the services. And I asked them if the high schoolers come and help helps them and they said, Yeah, that helps. It kinda encourages to to worship. Or to get to the place that we need to get, I guess. I don't know. I asked them if if um you know, the high schoolers coming and worshiping up front help them. Oh, I got you. And they were like, Yeah, that helps us a lot. I got you. Yeah. <clears throat> well when there's um 80 people up front. Yeah. It's pretty easy to come up there and not feel like everybody's looking at you. <laughs> yeah. Because there's 79 other people up here. I tell you what, Wednesday worship hasn't hit like it did last night. Bro, it could have. This no joke. On the way to church, I almost texted Brother Steve and said, just get the band up there, which we, you know, normally it's like a skeleton crew on because mm-hmm. everybody's running behind or whatever. I said, get the band up there and do a song. I said this. I said I feel it. It could, you could, and I, I didn't. Well, I think it. But I think it got there. I know, but I way. mean, it could have went. We could have just went all night. Yeah, sometimes I wish that we would just stay in, yeah. in song. Yeah. Sometimes on Wednesday nights, but I know it's hard sometimes because you're so looking forward to the Bible, or me and other people. So looking forward to the Bible study, mm-hmm. but at the same time, if 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 it hits in there like that, I'm all about staying in there. Yeah. Um, I guess one more thing before, uh, before we jump into John, the last part of John, me and Hannah were talking on the way to church last night, and we were talking about are other people more anointed 
than others. Like, you have a headache, bro? No, my head's itching. <laughs> <laughs> that looked painful. I'm just, I, I just look weird. <laughs> All right. But we, I, I was, I was saying, I was like, do you think some people are more anointed than other people? And she says, can, and then she was like, can other people be more anointed if they're already anointed? Like, she was like, she, she was like, I don't even know if people can be more anointed. But <clears throat> she said, oh, she said, but I think people are more obedient. Yep, that's exactly. And I was like, she said that, and I, my brain exploded and i was like that is so good i was literally thinking i don't know if you can be more anointing anointed than the next but it's more visible on some people than the other and i think it's it comes from what the anointing you do have do you pour that back out on Mm -hmm. him i mean what i don't know what i'm anointed to do but whatever it is i'm giving it all yeah it's all it's yours anyway. Yeah. Steve just preached about this, and mm-hmm. he talks about it all the time. Whatever you give me, I'm just gonna give it. I'm just gonna lay it back at your feet. Yeah. And those people are probably the ones it shows up on. And because Catherine, you know, she was asking, you know, why does it go a certain way when someone else is singing, but it doesn't go right? And I think it's like you were saying. I don't think it's because someone's more anointed or whatever. I think it is. After Hannah said that, that makes. That makes the most sense out of anything. Yeah. It's just the fact that, like you said, if if it lights on somebody, it's probably because they're being obedient to the Spirit. It's not because they're rubbing the genie bottle or doing something. Where's the bird? <laughs> Where's the bird? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think they're rubbing the genie bottle in a certain way or singing the song a certain way. It's just the fact that they're being we're being obedient to the Spirit. And Hannah was like, if someone if someone is obedient to the Spirit and more in tune with the Spirit, people are probably going to follow that way more than someone that is just, is, that isn't obedient. Right. Yeah, you can't always see it, but a lot of times you can. And when you, yeah. And when you can see that on somebody, it's so much easier to follow them into wherever they're going, you know? Mm-hmm. it's We didn't get it. I mean, Keck, we covered a lot of stuff with a her. A lot. But we need to do that again. And, and right. I think we should write questions. Yeah. And, and answer hit them. those and try and answer them. To the, yeah, to the best of our ability or what, you know, what the scripture lays out to give. Mm-hmm. As hard of answers as we can. Yeah. You know, they're not all black and white, but I thoroughly enjoyed that. But we need to get her back on and do mm-hmm. a, you know, a yes and yes and no and no type yep. situation. Because it's so complex. But, yeah. Simple, yet complex. And know Hannah, she said, I think it's way easier than what we try to make it. She was like, like that song, You're So Easy to Worship. I think it is way easier than what. And I think voices in our head is the enemy trying to make us make it harder than what it actually is. Because it's obviously, it's obviously not a, I I mean, I don't know. Maybe some voices are good in our head to keep us from doing stuff, to keep us from going a certain way, or to keep us from, you know, doing something fleshly rather than doing something spiritually or whatever. But I think 
I think it is. I think it's easier than what we make it. But yeah, sure was easy Sunday night. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's we may have to leave John and just study this for a month. We might have to because it keeps coming up, mm-hmm. and we don't seem to. Like, I have so many more answers now than I did a year ago, but it's like that amount of answers is a drop in the bucket compared mm-hmm. to how many questions I have, you yeah. know? So, that's just part of living with Jesus. Is mm-hmm. you, you just, you're running after him all the time. You're going to be like, hey, I got a question about this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well... We need to start, we need to do, and we probably need to do it timed, because my wife says sometimes it's too much chit-chat, but we need to do a sports section. That'd be nice. Because. I don't know a whole bunch about sports, but. Well, me either. I know how to play sports. Uh, Yeah, you do know how to do that. But I don't know how to talk about sports. Well, you know, I <coughs> just like, uh, like you're an Eagles fan. Yeah. So when the Eagles play and you they got yeah, butt smacked we by the 49ers. Didn't have to bring that up. Go that, birds. Where's the bird? <laughs> Which that was a hard one for me cuz I'm a Niners fan and an Eagles fan. <laughs> you're, every, you're everybody's fan. I'm not everybody's fan. You like the Cowboys? No, I hate the Cowboys. Thank you. Although they're going to murder everybody this year, I'm pretty sure. From now to the end of the season. Maybe. It's aces. I'm pretty sure. But tonight it's New England, which is my second love <laughs> after the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I was born with a Nintendo 64 and, oh. and NFL Blitz, and Randy Moss was on there. Mm. And it, it, he became my favorite player. And so I've been a Vikings fan for 30 years. Anyway, they play. I'm not interested. They're terrible, but I'm just saying. They play the Steelers, who are good. So I'm going to watch the game tonight just to see how they look. Nice. And Kentucky got beat by UNC Wilmington or whatever their stupid name is. Basketball? Got beat by like 20 points. Were they ranked? Uh, No. I'm pretty sure nobody's ever heard of them. No, I don't know. They're not. They. I don't care if they are ranked. They shouldn't have been beating this team. Bummer. Yeah. Go cry in your bed. You're not a fan? UK fans. <laughs> no, I mean, my papa was the biggest fan, and then my dad was the second biggest fan that I knew. But I just... Maybe turned me off from Kentucky. I was yeah, like, my dad. Well, these freaks are, <laughs> these are their fans? I'm out. <laughs> Is your dad still a Cats fan? I think he's getting back into sports, so yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when you get saved, you got to lay sports <laughs> off for a while. <laughs> I actually heard a guy say that he told, like he, he heard, like the Lord laid on his heart that he idled college football because he said it depicted whether I was in a bad mood or, or a good mood. Right. And he said, it was it. It became a sin for me because I would let that affect how I acted throughout the day. Yeah, and I was like, mm. Yeah, I know. I know people. That, I know people like that. The f- cool. That was that uh, that Granger Smith guy. Or the, oh, he's good. That country singer. Yeah, yeah. Used to be. Yeah, used he to be. Left it all for the yeah. ministry now. That's awesome. Yeah, he's cool. He's funny too. You know, he's got like a uh, what do you call it? Alter ego. That does like funny, or oh, used really? to did like funny songs, making hmm. fun of 
of just crazy stuff. That's he's cool. He's a really funny guy. Anyway, we can get to John if you want. I mean, if you want to keep talking, we can keep talking. I guess I'll lead the sports conversation since you're not okay. interested. Right now? No, I meant. Oh. I mean, I'm, really, that's all I had to say was Thursday night football, boy. <laughs> I'm a football fan, like a uh, NFL football fan. I don't. Yeah. I have teams I like and teams I absolutely hate, but I never you just been, like watching. I just like football, unless it's the two worst teams of the the year playing each other. Yeah. If it's that, I'm not I'm watching. Out. Otherwise, I'm interested. And one of them might be Tennessee Titans. <sighs> Sadly, they're just like the Cats football. They're supposed to be good. They start exactly. good, and then the, somebody lights a fire in their dumpster, and the whole thing crumbles around them. Yep. So, Titans and the Cats are the same team. Yep. My brother-in-law's not going to be happy if he listens to this. Tommy? No, James. He loves James. the Titans. I don't think I've ever met James. And he loves the Cats. Never met James? No. He's, no. he's only been here one time, and that was the first time we came when we, right before we started coming. Hmm. Not his... It's not his scene. Gantel or something. I don't know what that means. That's interesting. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. You don't know what it means? Either, <laughs> it, okay. says, it means that's interesting. Okay. I got a 33. All right. Here's a fun fact. My senior year of high school, I, yeah. hadn't, I hadn't took a, at that point, you had to take one foreign language. Yeah. And I hadn't took one. So I finally, I was like, okay, I'll take Spanish. And I wish now. No, of course, you know, age, you wish you'd have done things different. Yeah. I didn't pay no attention, didn't have any interest. I got a 33 was my final grade. That's terrible. Yeah, I guessed on never, never listened to one word she said. So it happened to be my best friend in high, in high school's mom, so she gave me a D <laughs> just so I could pass. I was going to fail high school because I nice. failed Spanish. I'm like, but I speak English. <laughs> You should have been like, wee oui, oui. <laughs> wee. Oui, wee, oui, senor. <laughs> she probably would have failed me for sure then. Yeah. But anyway, she she pulled a stunt and let me through. Nice. Thank God. There's one of your, there's a Jesus moment. She showed, oh, she showed grace. Hallelujah. All right. Now to the meat, what y'all been waiting for. Here's something <laughs> interesting I was thinking about on the way over here. What? If Jesus came, was it Paul said that Moses um, brought, you know, basically we read it last night, but it's in a lot of Paul's writings, um, that Moses came with the law that brought death, mm-hmm. and then Jesus came with grace and truth. So is that saying there was no truth before Jesus? Because there sure wasn't any grace, at least not in the way they understood it. Yeah, I think there was grace. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if it was it came from God, I feel like that's truth. I don't know. It was truth, but they didn't know what they, they didn't, didn't know, know that what it truth was truth. Was. Yeah. Because Jesus is truth. It's just like we talked about the other day. They were looking through a glass darkly, they knew in part, but then Jesus came to clarify it all. Yeah. And we still can't even agree on what Jesus no. came to make clear. God help us. Yeah. All right, sorry. Should have left no, that one alone. No, you're fine. <laughs> That's an interesting thought. It is. We had truth, but we didn't know that we what we were looking at. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not me. I wasn't there. Me neither. <laughs> Praise God. I like running water and 
indoor plumbing. <laughs> yeah. All right, John, one. Are we starting with Nathaniel? Or did you cover Peter there at the end when he renamed him? No. Okay, so do we need to go back? You can read. That? You can start. You just read today. Okay. Are you going to stop me? I have. My notes are over for verse 45 through 46, and then I don't have any verses after that, so we'll just see where those notes line up. But I do know it stops in 45, 46 for me. All right. So I'll just read where, just real quick, we'll start at like, uh, I think we stopped at, okay, so we'll start at 37, I'll read it quickly, and then we can go back. Sounds good to me. Okay. Uh, I'll start at 35. The next day, John was standing with two of his disciples, oh no, we did that one, because that's when we were laughing about... <laughs> Jeez, John's disciples just <laughs> yeah, bailed out deuces. on us. Yeah, deuces. I think we're at, I think you can start at 40, 40. Okay. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard John and followed him. He first found his own brother Simon and told him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. And he brought Simon to Jesus. And when Jesus saw him, he said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas which is translated Peter. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. He found Philip and told him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the hometown of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and so did the prophets, Jesus the son of Joseph from Nazareth. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Nathanael asked. Loser. Come and see, Philip answered. Then Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said about him, Here truly is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you, Jesus answered. Rabbi, Nathanael replied, You are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus responded to him, Do you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. Truly I tell you, you will see heaven open and angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. That's a good way to wrap it up. So, I think, I don't have really any notes on it, but I did read that Jesus telling Peter, Simon, whatever the dude's name was at the time, Simon, that he was going to be called Cephas, which is by interpretation a stone, showed that Jesus was able to, to see a person and know their character and know what type of person they were. He knew that Peter was going to stand by him. He knew Peter was going to be with him through everything. Obviously, I think it's so funny that Andrew, he doesn't get a lot of a lot of fame or nothing. That's, I've noticed. <laughs> it goes to all of us. <laughs> all the Andrews. But, like, he brought Jesus, Jesus' number one guy, and it's like. To, like, all these crack, all these guys is only because he introduced them. Yeah. Or a lot of them. It's like. Andrew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who even knows who that guy is? Trust me, I feel your pain, bro. 
But no, I thought I thought that was pretty good. Um, when when did your notes start? Bro, I got a little bit on everything, but uh, let's see. I love the theme. Come and see. You know, he, how many I times? I took some notes on that. Did you? Well, let's yes. Hear it. Well, I took some. Um, I took some on forty-five and forty-six. What is the come and see? Where that starts in forty-six? So, but we've already seen it once. Well, we, yeah, we've already seen it, but I didn't. <clears throat> I didn't read it the way I read it today. Okay, but so you can go first if you want no, to. Or, I feel like I talked a lot. So about it starts the on thirty. Story. The first one I see is thirty-nine. We well, we didn't start till forty, so we already covered that one. But there, there you go. One of them says, "Come and see," and then Jesus says, "Follow me." Mm-hmm. And so I feel like what um, we f- somebody who had already followed Jesus goes to tell somebody else about him, and they're like, "Come and see." Yeah. I found him, whatever. And then G- it gets to Jesus, and he he's like, "He follow me." And so they see him, they follow him, and then. The other guys, after they've found Jesus, their their next response is going back and telling somebody else, <laughs> Let's go get some come and see. Yeah. And I think that's our message. Yeah. I really think uh, if Hannah thinks we overcomplicated, I think she's right. I, I Dude, think it's that simple. You're taking words out of my mouth. Oh, well, I'm sorry. No. It's literally I, what Steve is like. That's what he's. So we've been together quite a bit lately only because I've been working around and we've been eating breakfast together and stuff but he's like i don't know what to tell people other than just come and see you know come and see and that's what i've been telling people mm-hmm. i i got i don't my words I, don't matter yeah and i don't even know how to tell you what's happening <laughs> so why waste my breath exactly just come see yeah that's good i mean what other words do you have after some of the church services we've been in and even just any time you encounter Jesus, what other words are there except you want other people to yeah, encounter Jesus? I just come. want you to experience yeah. what I experienced the other night and what I experience every single day. Yeah, come and see. Eternal life while you're alive. <laughs> the fear of death. I don't even care about <laughs> death anymore. <laughs> I knew you were going to... I knew you were going to say something that was going to derail this. <laughs> oh my I still don't want to die, but I'm not. <laughs> the fear of death. Somebody just recently I was listening to said that when Jesus came, nobody. he said nobody's died since Jesus came. Sure. <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> I just had to go on a mini trip right there to figure out. Did you? Yeah. <clears throat> You know, here recently, I've been so excited, I don't know whether to cry or just laugh. Uh, we've been doing a lot of laughing lately. Oh, my goodness. All right, why don't we just derail this train and let you go? <laughs> no, I think that is good. That's pretty much exactly what my notes are on, 45 and 46. Um, It shows that Philip had that same initial fire that we were talking about Tuesday, the way Andrew did. He goes and he finds Philip. Or he goes and finds Nathaniel. He's like, Philip is passionate about Jesus because he goes straight to Nathaniel. He's like, dude, the guy is here. We we're we're done praying. We're done waiting for him. He is actually here. You got to come and see it. And it says Philip and Andrew show us kind of how t- 
to share the man Jesus. It is it isn't elaborate. It is something it's not something hard. It is just as easy as saying, Hey, I know a guy. Come and see. Yeah. It's literally when you're saying that I was like, Go Andrew. Yeah. Go Jesus. And but he's the guy you know, it's easy as just saying, you know, you know, this guy, I know a guy, and he's the guy that you didn't know you were searching for, but you were searching for him, and come and see it. Like, just come and yeah. see him. Yeah, you didn't know you were searching for him, but everybody at a point in their life is, they're just looking for, um, they're looking for somebody to reach out and help them. Mm-hmm. And if if you at that point you don't if if all you have to offer them is listen there's there are um, people encountering Jesus on a regular basis come and see that's you know not everybody's gonna be like yeah let's go I'm get I'm getting in the truck with you we're going right now but I'm but everybody is gonna be at a point in their life where they yeah. They're coming. Yeah, they're seeing because they, they're out of options or whatever the, you know the circumstance is, or they've tried everything else. They don't know what else to do, or you just tell them some of the stuffs that happen, and it just hits them right then. And you tell them come and see. It's different for everybody, but yeah, but the message is the same. And I think it's I think it's that simple. Well, I feel like. <clears throat> well, I looked up. What does C mean? Like, what type of what type of see are we doing? And one of the definitions it's it means to behold. Come and behold. Come and behold. I know it's a good one. Isn't was, he beautiful? Yeah, I was just thinking. Isn't he fascinating? Uh, That's the other word. What song is that? Come and behold. Is that was called. Yeah, by Maverick City. What a clever name. Yep. But who sings that usually here? I don't think we've done it. Are you serious? Serious. Are we even saved? <laughs> well, put that on your schedule. <laughs> All right. Let's do that one. Have you listened to that song? Yeah. It didn't hit me as hard. Oh, my gosh. But I got to listen. Usually, like, the first ten songs I heard from Maverick City, I hated them. Yeah. Like, I hate this. It's a different. And now. It, Make Me a Bethany is a different song. Yeah. It takes time to shift into something that different. Yeah. So, give me a couple days. Yeah. It is different than Maverick City. Um, but it says, come and behold him and be amazed and in awe of the beauty of Christ. That is what Philip and Andrew and Jesus is saying. Like, you just come and just just see how beautiful I actually am. See how great I actually am. And behold me. I want you to look at me. And it means, and it, <clears throat> I looked up, well, what's, what is the definition of behold? I wonder if, if it was any different than C. And it's it pretty much means the same way they were looking at Jesus when they when he walked by when I was talking about Tuesday night. To they see looked, with your mind. See with your mind. Yeah. To look intensely. Yeah. Like I don't even know what that, that means, but No, but you, you do know what it means I do in know your what heart. It means. Just not your head. Just not my head. That's right. I exact that's why, like, why I use like, lot word when few word do trick <laughs> because because I can't explain it no. to you. I know exactly what I'm trying to say in my heart, but I can't explain it in yeah. my head. You'll know. <laughs> Come and see. So anyways, 
it means to look intensely. And I'm not talking about a type of like straining. You ain't got to narrow your eyes or anything. But it's like looking so deep that you almost get lost in the beauty of God, in the beauty of Jesus Christ. It's like staring, and I related it to this, beholding something or looking at something with intent, seeing something the way that this word see means in this moment is like staring at a sunset or sunrise in the morning. You just can't, you can't fathom this is actually in front of my face and I get to witness this. It's like staring at a sunset. It's like staring and watching the stars. Like me and Hannah, if you could just lay down and look at the stars, I don't know. My mind is blown when I look at the stars. Yeah. It's like, it's just, it's unreal. And then staring and gazing, I, I related it to at my spouse. Like, when I look at Hannah, I just don't look at her. I gaze at her. I behold her because she is beautiful, because she's gorgeous, because she's smoking hot. And I'm not saying Jesus is smoking hot, but that's the type of stare that's, right. that's happening. Like, come and see him. Come and look at him this way to where you're so lost in the beauty of God that you don't even realize that you, you don't even realize what you're doing sometimes. Like, I don't know. This is this is the type of stare that they're talking about, and this is the type of this is what you're going to see when you come come to Jesus Christ. You're going to see love. You're going to see grace. You're going to see mercy. You're going to see beauty. You're going to it's not you're not going to be able to comprehend it. I I can't comprehend it. I can't comprehend the beauty of Jesus. And I and you know I don't I don't know, it, but the the stare and the look. And the come and see and the looking has stuck out to me this week for some reason. And I don't know. Yeah, I know. I don't know either. But the two examples I thought of, thinking about that looking at with your mind, was when you're standing at the altar at your wedding and your wife Mm. turns the corner and starts down the aisle, you know, that's looking at with your mind. That yeah, is, and and you you'll know one day. But when your when your kid's born, especially, I mean, both of them equally. But it the first time you've never experienced it before, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, so that when that little sucker <laughs> enters your life, like literally, he walks in out of one world and into yours. Yeah, that's looking with your mind. Yeah. And so the people who've gotten married, you'll know that's as close as the two things that I can think of. And I so exactly, so exactly know what I'm, what that means, but I can't, I can't explain it. Just come and see, come, just call on the name of Jesus Christ. If you're listening to this and you don't know Jesus and you're wondering what the heck are they trying to convey right now? Yeah. Right now, just tell Jesus, Jesus, I want to see right now. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it feels like. I just want to see whatever they're talking about. I want to see. Sometimes I think that needs to be our, 
us as Christians pray because I think sometimes we can shift our view of what we're looking at and we're not looking at Jesus. We're not beholding Jesus. Yeah. I think we need to sometimes realize, Jesus, I just want to behold you. Take me back to that moment to where all I do is look at the beauty of Christ. That's all I do. Like Catherine was saying, I just want to run into the throne room and lay down beside your feet and you just you rub my back. Hug me. Console me. That's what I want. And I think that's that's what this come and see is trying to convey is that just come and see because this is the only way to, to I think this is the only effective way and easiest way to spread the gospel is to just be like, listen, I don't know I don't know what it is, but I I think that you need to just come and see. But that was my that was my forty five and forty six. Oh, that's notes. really good. I was thinking about um <clears throat> Paul talks about uh peace that passes all understanding. Yeah. In Philippians. And peace is always uh, I don't know how far to I don't know how I really want to get into that, but peace has always been a major factor in my life I could, because I never had any as a kid. Uh-huh. As, I mean, as far as, you know, we talked about it before. I don't want to get into it again, but <clears throat> being tormented all the time about being left behind and blah, 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 blah. If anybody ever teaches my kids any of that kind of stuff, I'm throwing hands. They're getting spanked. BTW. <laughs> i bring that back up. <laughs> See you next week, guys. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening to this, don't ever tell my kids that. Don't ever preach that message to my <laughs> kids. If you can't prove it in the Bible and you just made it up in your head, don't uh. tell my kids. <laughs> so, <Ooh>, yeah, <laughs> that just happened. So, uh, not that there's necessarily. You'll go Liam Neeson on your. I will, I will go straight up taken too. <laughs> no, not necessarily the message of the rapture, even though. We'll talk about that at some point, but I just mean the fear, the the fear stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the the tor- turmoil and tor- torment I was in basically my whole life until Jeb was born, that peace played a giant role because I would get close to the Lord. You know, this is in my mind. The separation between me and God is in my mind. Paul talks about when my mind would tell me that I'm separated from God and it'd be just fear and and all this stuff, and then I would feel like I, you know, whatever, did enough or prayed the right prayer or whatever, and I was back right with God. Well, that peace that come along with that is unfathomable when you've known nothing but fear. So that's another way that I equate looking at with your eyes. I can't verbalize it, but I know exactly. I can't tell you how much peace I live in now uh when when I spent 20 years going to bed every night scared to death that I was going to woke up, yeah, I'd wake up and everybody would be gone but me. Or that I'd die and wake up in hell. Uh-huh. Something like that. Well, when you, when you get a true revelation of Jesus and all that stuff goes in the dumpster, mm-hmm. that peace that comes with that is unexplainable. It passes all understanding. It's... That's... That, Basically, I think what Paul's saying is that peace that comes with that is so uh, so good that I can't explain it to you because it's yeah. not understandable. Yeah. And that's what this 
That's thing what we're, we're talking yeah. about right now is looking at him with my mind. It's it's whatever it is. It's so good that I can't explain it to you. Yeah. Not like this this chick is so hot I can't even explain it. This is a whole different. Yeah. Or or those wings are so good I can't even explain it. No, I'm talking about light years beyond that stuff. Yeah. Just crazy, crazy stuff. That that's good. That might have been a dumpster fire of a rant. No, that was. <laughs> yeah, it's a. T- we're not seeing with our eyes. We're seeing with our heart. Yeah. And you're not gonna understand that until you see with your heart, and he meets you where you're at. And Nathaniel comes, and he sees what Philip was telling him about. It says, um. Where are your next notes at? Probably right here where you're going. Just go ahead and go, and I'll play off for you. Okay. It says, Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and saith of him, Behold an Israelite indeed in whom is no guile. Gil. Maybe Gil. Gal. Gal. <laughs> Nathanael saith Or deceit. Un- <laughs> yeah, or deceit. Nathanael saith unto him, Whence knowest thou me? And Jesus answered and said unto him, Before that Philip called thee, when thou wast under the fig tree, I saw thee. Nathanael answered and saith unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God, thou art the King of Israel. I think at that moment, Nathanael saw what Philip told him to come and see. With his mind. With his mind. And I wrote, He saw... He saw us and called us before we even seen him. And he saw us and met us where we needed him to. He saw Nathaniel under the fig tree. And I I tried a Wikipedia. I don't know if I believe wiki crap. But <laughs> if, you get, if you get any information from Wikipedia, you might want to back it up with another source. You're just a liar. But it said that. It said that fig tree, in this sense, is the shadow of its its sin. Yeah. Overcasting Nathaniel. And I'm just happy that Jesus saw me at my fig tree. And when I came to him, I realized, like Elijah was saying last night, in his beautiful, amazing testimony, that we realized we came and we saw him, and when we saw him, we had a Nathaniel experience. And um, I think it's funny. I wrote this in my notes just to, I don't know if it was just by coincidence or whatever, but I'm trying to shuffle through my songs because I was like, I need something. I need something to to listen to good to for to study this morning at work before I went in, and I got to see you right came up. And I was like, I just want to see him right. I just want to see Jesus for who he is. And it was I was like, I don't think it's a coincidence that, I'm, that this song is coming up while I'm trying to figure out what does come and see mean. It just means I want to see him right. And, um, but yeah, I'm just, I think it's funny that, <clears throat> I don't know, Chosen maybe depicts Nathaniel's fig tree experience a little bit different. They kind of show what Nathaniel was going through. And I guess that he was going through something hard, which... Did you watch that clip today? Yes. 
No. Oh, man, I watched it again today just because we was talking about this. So good. That show is a killer anyway, but that show, so I couldn't find that whole first scene where he was actually under the fig tree and all mm-hmm. that. That's not it. That's not in there, you know. It's just part of the show. Yeah. Uh, but, and and so I read that there are three different explanations for the Nathaniel story as far as different ways of seeing it, which is that one, the fig tree was a literal fig tree and he was uh-huh. literally under it, just like the show set, showed, or that the fig tree was sin and he was under the weight of sin uh-huh. or that the fig tree represented Israel and that he was like burdened down waiting for the Messiah Ooh. to come up. Ooh. Like his, you know, for, I don't know how many years, 1700 years or something, 1300 years. I don't, I don't have any idea. Actually, I'm guessing him, his family, his ancestors, they've been waiting on this guy to show up. Yeah. And he, and then like that really hit him hard that the weight of that. And so, um, that was the third example of it, that the fig tree represented Israel and he was either way. It's, I don't feel like that's as important because we don't really know. Yeah. But it says fig tree. So I'm guessing he was under a fig tree. That's what I'm you know, assuming. That's what I'm going with. But that scene is so powerful. When he's under that, and he's what's he? I can't even remember now. But he's like, "You, you left me, or or you're not here, or whatever." God word, you, you know. Yeah, because he like he was a, a architect. Yeah, and his whole life and fell apart. Yeah, there everything on a business was deal. ruined. Yeah, but see, that's all part of the show. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, as far as I could tell, I couldn't find it. But and then so he basically he burns. The plans or something burned mm-hmm. something there. Yeah. I can't remember now because I didn't. It watch might have been the drawings but, too. Yeah, probably the architect. I didn't watch that part of the scene. Just the conclusion of it. So then, he's basically he's I'm done. I'm not I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not waiting on you anymore. I'm just moving on with my mm-hmm. life or whatever. The lowest point of his life, and then he. Uh, Philip brings him to Jesus and Jesus turns around and the way they said it in the movie kind of making it a joke like Jesus is like ah a real Israelite you know like it was a lighthearted yeah. greeting and I actually after reading it in several different translations because I can't figure out what the point <laughs> of it is if it's not yeah what does this mean yeah oh a, an Israelite in whom there is no guile I'm like I don't know what that means. What are you actually trying to say? Yeah. So I think maybe it was like that. Hey, a real Israelite. Poking a joke at him. Yeah. And so he's like offended. He's like, you know me? Yeah. And then he said, oh, I, yeah, I know you. <laughs> I know you better than you know yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> I know you better than you know yourself. And that's a really... Everybody that's listening to this has probably seen The Chosen. Probably. But if you haven't... Go watch it. Go watch it. And... and but. Get on YouTube and look up that scene. The Jesus meets Nathaniel and uh, Chosen season two, I believe. I'm yep. just glad he saw me under my fig tree. Yeah, me too. My fig tree was fear, shame, disappointment, delusion, probably a million other things. <laughs> He's like, I saw you under that fig tree, but I'm here. Yeah. So you can see me. 
with your mind and get a good grasp on who I am that you had it all wrong. Yeah. Good news. It is good news. Well, that's all the notes I had. I feel like I squeezed every last drop out of John one that I could. <laughs> yeah, and what's funny is you can read it in a month from now and you'll be like, <laughs> I didn't see that. Let's see. Before Philip called you when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Do you believe? Oh, and he says, do you believe that I'm the Messiah just because I saw said I saw you under the fig tree? Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> and then sure enough, he follows him in there, goes into chapter two and water into wine. Let's see what else we got. Cleansing the temple. I mean, you know, his mind's blown every day. He's like, here I was. I'd just give up on it all. And 12 hours later, I'm with this guy at work. Taking names and cleaning the temple out. <laughs> so, it's a really good story. Yep. But, I, yeah, that's really, that's really it. Well... If y'all made it through John 1 with us, thank you for doing that. And I'm hoping I'm hoping y'all got something out of it. I'm hoping that our theological brains didn't just make you feel stupid. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's happening. I'm just kidding. No, uh, I don't know if it's uh, super textured. Bible study if it's you know like you said you hope it's helping I hope it's helping somebody but it, but I'll tell you what it is it's there's a um, a borderline breaking out and crying the whole time we're having these conversations yeah. when we're you know when we're not laughing and cutting up when we get into them because it all points back to the goodness of God mm -hmm. the love he has for us and both of us are pretty sensitive to that, and therefore we're we're trying half the time we're trying <laughs> just to hold it together. just to hold it together. So come and see. Yeah, oh, I know what to tell you. Yep. Um, and I hope that doesn't come across like come to Bethel and see necessarily. You're welcome to come here. We we'd love to have you, but it has nothing to do with. No, you can come and see come Jesus. To yeah. <laughs> To get your dollar. <laughs> yeah. No, do come and see. You Like Peyton said earlier, you just talk to him about it. He'll show you. Oh. But not trying to sound petty like we're actually trying to get people to come to our church. We don't have a lot more room. No. <laughs> we're about to have to build a new church. Have to do something. Have something. it outside or something. But yeah, that's that concludes John 1. Um, I'm enjoying these solo episodes. I do too. I actually do like them. I'm not going to lie. No offense to any of the guests we've had. No. But, I don't know. I really, I've I've been enjoying the ones with just me and you. Yeah. It's been good. It be better than what I thought. Because I thought the ones with guests would be yeah. way better. The haters. Yeah, but honestly, it might be because we're actually bringing something up. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, we can, uh, I'm with you, I feel the same way, I think we can do the next four or five just solo, or we can go ahead and have the next couple of guests, whatever you want to do, because I'm, uh, I enjoy this myself. Yeah. You don't bother me. We really, do we need to get some feedback, honestly, of 
what people kind of prefer. But, you know, not that we're going to pander to our audience necessarily, but it would be nice to know. Yeah, we actually don't care what you think. Yeah, <laughs> if if you like listening to us to pontificate for an hour at a time or if you'd rather hear somebody more, uh, if you'd ra- just rather mix it up a little bit, every, yeah. you know, it's kind of, it'd be nice to know. And if y'all have topics or whatever that y'all want us to hit with people or want us to go over, post it on the Facebook or tag us on the Facebook. Or Spotify has the Q&A, and I've put that on the question or put that on the answer response or whatever when y'all comment. And uh, just let us know what y'all would want to hear if y'all do want to hear anything. Yeah, I don't know because Peyton handles all the analytics or whatever you want to call it, of logistics and analytics of it. I have no idea how many people are listening. How many people? Today it said that we had on it an audience size of like 119. Okay. That's Does that our, mean they're listening to every all of them? I would assume. I would assume so. We have 40 Spotify followers. Nice. So well, if you're not following us on Spotify, but you're listening on Spotify, follow. follow. I don't know if it does anything for you, but it's got to help us. It's got to. All you got to do is move your thumb <laughs> to press that follow yeah, button. And it literally causes no trouble on your Spotify. We'll be at the bottom of your subscribe <laughs> yeah. list. It's it's fine. Oh, get you over might not it. even get a notification. No, you won't. I don't have any notifications turned on either. anything. But um, we do have a stacked guest list yeah. for the future. That's kind of why I was asking. Yeah, because I, um, I think you texted me. Mm-hmm the guest list we'll go are you uh, gonna read them to the public let's let's we'll read the next two and um well they already know about one of those yeah so for the next two we don't know it might be the next two episodes might be in the next four episodes but right the next guest. The maybe next not guest the next for episode. sure is our beloved pastor, Steve Case. Brother Steve Case. And um, if you want an episode to cry in, listen to that episode. Because that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, Extremely likely. Yep. I know we've talked about immersions on the podcast. And I think that's the topic we're going to hit up. So I'm pretty excited from that to hear it from somebody that is like pretty submerged in the Immersion. He's submerged in immersion. <laughs> he basically lives under the water. Pretty He's, much. We're starting calling him Aquaman. <laughs> he can come out of the water, but he'd rather be in the water. Brother Aquaman. <laughs> that is actually perfect. That is pretty him. funny. Except that Jason Momoa has that long, luscious hair. And a jacked body. Brother Steve has neither. <laughs> <laughs> he might be jacked. I have no idea. Maybe. But he doesn't have luscious hair. No. And that's he okay. He will fit right in with this group. Yeah, that's okay. If you're wondering, me and Andrew are both bald. Yeah, been that way for a long time. Not me. <clears throat> um, and then the next guest is highly anticipated. Maybe, probably not. Muhammad <laughs> Ali himself. He's our wives. Oh, it is. <laughs> I thought you talked about the. Other you really threw me for a loop. I thought you talked about the other dude. No, 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 no. No, we'll save him for. We kind of talked about him, but we'll save him. Mostly, I like to make jokes about him. Yeah. He's easy to make jokes about. He is, but he takes it well. He does, and most that's of the time. Why, yeah. I've never made him mad well, yet. Well, usually when Hannah jokes with him, he, he cries. But Oh, really? We could talk about that on I the podcast. I can't wait. 
But uh, bring that up when he comes on. <laughs> I can't wait. You might not hear another word out of me because I'll be dead. Yeah, he's but, a bit of a large man. Yeah, but anyways, we have Steve, and then our wives. So our wives, and who knows? Did they ever respond in the group no. about no? Okay, all she said was like a oh, roast fest. Yeah, <laughs> I asked what they would prefer to talk about. Do they want to just jump in? to John with us or do they want to like give their testimony or something like that you know what do they kind of what do they feel like doing Hannah doesn't respond and Kate <laughs> says I just want to roast Peyton <laughs> pretty much like have y'all why don't you come and see this Jesus we're trying to tell yeah, y'all about come and see please <laughs> I mean what is your problem yeah but I think we've <laughs> I think posting midweek might have actually been a pretty good idea really I think so Cause it's doing pretty good for being up for forty-eight hours. Yeah. So. Well, I'm gonna tell you, my wife is not loving this afternoon thing. Oh really? No. But I love doing it <laughs> twice a week. I do too. I don't know what we're gonna do. Me neither. Cause I kind of, I'm kind of bit. At this point, by the bug, I'd like I wouldn't. I'd Joe Rogan this sucker and <laughs> do four a week. Every day, yeah, you're yeah. right. I could go literally. I'm pretty every sure day. we don't have enough fans that want to listen every day, but maybe I want to talk every day. I do too. I don't think that's a bad thing. No, tell Kate she can suck it up. You tell her. She don't listen. Suck it up, Kate. She don't listen to me. Hey, Kate. Suck it up. Read Ephesians about. Submitting. What was it? Oh, we should oh, have told that story speak already. Speak of the devil. Who is it? My wife? My wife. Oh. We're at church. Hey. <laughs> I'm doing the podcast. Say hi. Uh, I will. Okay. All right, love you, bye. So we're at church Sunday morning. And Steve's preaching, and he reads that. Um, I w- I should I didn't think about this in time, but he was reading this something out of Ephesians, I believe, and it was right before the wives submit yourselves. Submit. It was nothing about that. Nothing. And he and he reads all the way to the verse, and he's preaching, and 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 uh, Brother Van goes, read the next verse. <laughs> And it was everybody's laughing, and it's, it's like, pretty funny. So then, brother Steve reads it like he's T.D. Jakes or somebody, like he's really, you know. And it was hilarious. Yeah. So then he cross references it to another book from Paul, probably Colossians or something. Reads the same story right before the wives submit yourself else to the husband. Well, Van didn't say it, and so I said, "Read the next verse." <laughs> <laughs> read it again. It was hilarious. And then so he reads all the wives submit your husband stuff, and Alicia or somebody goes, "Read the next verse." <laughs> it starts talking about. Husband, submit to your yeah. wives. I was like, no, not that part. No. Stop. We don't need that. That was a good time. We have a lot of fun. Yeah, we do. I don't know what else we do, but we have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I'm ho- I hope y'all are enjoying John 1. And um, I know me and Andrew are. So we thank you again for all the support. We ask that y'all share, like, go follow us on Facebook. I don't care where you listen, Apple or Spotify, but like it, rate it, and share it because um, we just want more people to hear about Jesus and to come and see. I think that should be our motto. Come and see. 
It's a good one. I think that's the Chosen's motto, but... Is it? Well, they can't it. steal that. They can't steal it from the Bible. I mean, they can. No, they can't. Well, we can't steal it from them yes, if they can. can't steal it from the Bible. Chosen, it's mine. Come and see. I bet they're listening to this right now. Probably. Okay, come and see. Yeah, come and see. See y'all next week. Later. The boys are back. The boys are back in town.